0: Good evening and a very good welcome to Calvary Baptist Church, half our broadcast. Thank you for tuning in with me. I am Pastor Joseph James. I'm so glad to share God's word with you tonight. If you have your Bible with you, I want us to read a passage of scripture that we are going to meditate on tonight. And I've selected Proverbs chapter 24. And I'm reading from verse 30 to 34, Proverbs chapter 24, verse 30 to 34. I read, I walked by the field of a lazy person, the vineyard of one with no common sense. I saw that it was overgrown with nettles. It was covered with weeds, and its walls were broken down. Then as I look and taught about it, I learned this lesson. A little extra sleep, a little more slumber, a little folding of the arms to rest, then poverty will pounce on you like a bandit. Scarcity will attack you like an arm robber. Amen. Okay, so we are looking tonight from the passage that I just read. Don't neglect what you have. Don't neglect what God has given you. Don't procrastinate. Lean on God and do what you need to do today. And then you are blessed, beloved, when you use what God has given you. Whether it's a talent, a skill, or a possession, whatever God has given you, use them for his purpose and you will see his blessings. But unfortunately, not many of us Use what we are blessed with. Beloved, the wise man in the passage that we read tonight from the book of Proverbs made this observation about the vineyard he saw. He says, I was going past a vineyard and it was a mess. There were thorns all over the place. The grounds were covered with weeds and the walls were falling down. He was in anguish. You could sense his sadness over what he saw. To understand the writer's feeling, we have to understand the context in which uh, he was writing from. In the ancient Middle East, a piece of land capable of growing crops was one of the most valuable possessions in the world. It was to be their livelihood. People live on the piece of land. It was the best thing you could have at that time in the context in which we are reading this scripture. To be able to own a vineyard is to be blessed with the opportunity of a lifetime. You can work on it and produce crops for the whole family, not just for a meal, but for many years to come. You can expect to reap bountiful harvest and eat the fruits of your labor. But sadly, in the passage that I read, a writer saw a field that was in ruin. The owner did nothing to this vineyard. And he did not treasure what he has. What a waste. He lacked the person who had the via, lacks judgment. The writer said, he lacks wisdom. It was a big mistake. Don't be like him, beloved, tonight. Whatever God has given to you, don't neglect it. Don't procrastinate working on what God has given you. Lean on God and do what you need to do today. Okay, so don't neglect what God has given you is what I want to impress upon you tonight. Do you treasure what you have today? Do you really treasure God's gift to you? In a similar sense, God has given each of us a vineyard, our lot in life, what God has given to you in this life. That is your lot. Don't sit there and fold your arms. Don't sit there and procrastinate. Work on what God has given to you. Beloved, you may have an opportunity for education tonight. You are in school, don't just go to school and play. Work very hard, you are in school to play. What you give your life to, over the years, life will give it back to you. When you invest your life in your education and work hard and get a degree and you are graded, when you go out there for the rest of your life, as you continue to upgrade yourself, You'll be be able to make a living. You'll be able to make a living. So God has given you. He has given you a lot in your life. Life that he has given you. Don't be like this person who owned the vineyard and then folded his arms and slumber and did nothing and allowed weeds and thorns and bushes to take over the vineyard that God has given him. Instead of investing his life and time In cultivating and plowing that vineyard so that it will feed him the rest, him and his family, the rest of his life. He folded his arms, he was lazy, he procrastinated, and the whole thing went waste. So, beloved, tonight, God has given you life, God has given you opportunity. Whatever God has given to you, spend time, invest time. What you give time to today, time will give it to you later, tomorrow. When you are not in school and you are not getting education, by the time you wake up from your slumber, you'll be selling on the street. But if you invest time and hard work in your education, you get your degree, you get employment, and you can feed on that investment that you have made for at least 30 years of your life before you go on retirement. You and your family can enjoy. So do you treasure what you have today? A question I'm putting to you. Do you really treasure God's gift to you? Nasilma said God has given each of us a vineyard. That is our life. That is opportunity that we have in this life. You have life. You have many things that others do not have today. You have the chance to do some good work. Do it today. The time to do and work hard is now. Everybody gets a vineyard called life from God. And that vineyard is your one and only shot. On this planet that God has placed you. It is the opportunity of a lifetime. You can either waste it or use it to the full. The writer says, I applied my heart to what I observed. When the, the writer of the passage that we read was going, I mean running or walking around. And he saw a vineyard that was in ruins. He said, I applied my heart to what I observed and learn a lesson from what I saw. Verse 32 of Proverbs chapter 24. Verse 32 of Proverbs chapter 24. He says, I applied my heart to what I observed or what I saw, and I learned a lesson from what I saw. No, something is not right about this, beloved. The vineyard could have been a thing of beauty. beauty. Um, I could be seeing the fruits, lots of them, On this field, if the person who owned the vineyard has put hard work into the vineyard, it could have been a source of pride, joy, and income for the owner. It could have been a blessing to everybody around it. But the writer saw none of this. It was a far cry from what it could have been. Was there some catastrophe? Was there a drought, flood, or some other disaster? No! Was it because the ground was so bad? No, it was fertile ground for it produced thorns and weeds in abundance. At least thorns were producing on it so we can conclude that it was a fertile ground. It was because the owner of the vineyard left it and did nothing on it and therefore thorns and bushes took over and they flourished because the ground was a fertile ground. The writer concluded it was sheer negligence on the part of the owner of the vineyard. He was sleeping, he was in slumber, he was folding his arms to rest. Verse 33 of Proverbs chapter 24 The owner of the vineyard was folding his hands to rest, he was sleeping, he was in a slumber. The owner did not treasure his vineyard. He had no idea what he had. He was throwing away the opportunity of a lifetime. What God has given him, he was throwing away the opportunity of a lifetime. Hallelujah. The field did not produce what it was capable of producing because the owner neglected it. Beloved, what are you neglecting in your life tonight? What has God given you? What opportunity has God given you that you are not working hard at it? Are you in the office and you have been given opportunity, a project? You need to work very hard, be efficient and effective and that will attract promotion for you. That you will jump one hurdle ahead and you will be paid well. Use the opportunity that you have, don't fold your arms, work very hard. Ask God to give you the grace, especially we Christians, we should do everything as, as if we are doing for God whatever we find our hands doing we must do it very well effectively and efficiently so that others will come to know that we serve the living God and we have the spirit of Christ that will lead us to do things effectively and efficiently beloved the owner did not treasure the vineyard that he had he had no idea what he had he was throwing away opportunity of a lifetime The field did not produce what it was capable of producing because this man neglected it. What caused the ruin? Not the infertile soil, not the lack of rain or sunshine, not because of any natural disaster. It was his choice, the owner's choice to neglect the vineyard. He chose to ignore it. His neglect led to the ruin. He did not bother. He did not treasure what was precious that God has given him or her. The vineyard did not turn into a ruin overnight. It was over a long time. Beloved, when you fold your arms and you do not do invest your time effectively and efficiently, so that in future, when you are weak, it will pay you. Then poverty will come to you like an robber like a bandit. It will make you poor. And you have brought that to yourself. Even the stone wall around the vineyard was in ruins. Verse 31. Proverbs 24, 31 tells us it has been a long time. The, the owner has a chance to think about his attitude and change his ways, but he did not. The wasteland was the result of a prolonged neglect. God has given us this vineyard of life. It is a good life. It is an abundant life, Jesus says. But to see fruit, you need to take good care of this life. You need to work at it. You need to invest your time, your life, your talent. Has God given you talent to sing? Has God given you talent to do an artwork? Has God given you talent to weave craft? Has God given you talent to build? Has God given you talent to paint? Has God given you talent to build? Use it effectively. Use it. Do not neglect what God has given you. Has God given you educational opportunity? Has God given you job opportunity, business opportunity? Use it invest your time in it and don't fold your arms and neglect what God has given you in this life and if you fold your arms poverty will come upon you like an robber or a bandit, you will not see what the life that you have can bring to you, you need to work at it everything when left on its own when not given attention and energy has a tendency to deteriorate it will deteriorate It's like any electrical appliance left on you for years. To have an abundant life, you need to have Jesus. Without him, all you have is a barren life. To grow, you need to see God and know his ways. We need to obey God and do what he says. We need to worship God and rely upon his strength. A harvest does not just spring up by accident. Someone is behind harvest. It will come, but you have to work at it. If you need to work at what God has placed on your hands, this is the time to do that. You cannot sit there and expect a perfect marriage. You cannot sit there and expect a successful career. You cannot sit there and expect the lost ones to find their way home to God. We cannot do nothing and expect a bumper harvest. Beloved, you need to be at work. Roll your sleeves. Get your hands dirty and it will pay you in lifetime you need to work whatever opportunity that god has given you work at it you cannot sit there and expect anything good to happen in your life god will bring the sunshine god will bring the rain but we must till the ground and sow the seeds do what you need to do today not tomorrow don't fold your arms if you do that you slumber and you sleep poverty will come upon you like unaware or when you are not aware to chance upon you like an armed robber or a bandit. Bumper harvest will come. You will eat the fruit of your labor when you, by the grace of God, work very hard. The owner is not at the place that is most important in the vineyard. He is at all the other places, but not the place where it counts, where it matters. Imagine the dad whose career is going great. He's climbing the corporate ladder high and fast. He's not on address book full of names but the kids are drifting away. That vineyard is a mess. Or it's a couple that has what looks like a great house, a great car, a great lot of other stuff but they haven't had a meaningful conversation with each other in months. Every day they are drifting a little further apart. Every day they see more weeds in the vineyard of their marriage. Imagine a young man who looks promising and full of energy on the outside, but is addicted to gambling, and his debt is growing by the days. He cannot sleep at night because his vineyard is full of thorns. Make your life count. Don't neglect the vineyard of life that God has given you. Do not neglect it. Do not neglect. Don't procrastinate. Do what you need to do today. For some, the problem is not total neglect; it may be just procrastination. Yes, I'm going to work at the vineyard but not today. The weather is too hot. I will do it another day. The next day comes and it is, he is still feeling, he's still not feeling well. I will do it next week. The writer expresses this in verse 33. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of arms to rest and poverty will chance upon you. Just wait a little while more. Let me sleep. Just a bit. Sound familiar? At times you don't do that. Now, out of curiosity, you need to go back and work to where God has placed you and the things that you need to do. You need to do what is right, and when you do what is right, it will bring you sources and bumper havoc. You, maybe you say, why tomorrow? Why one more night with a with flock? We don't understand, but that is what people are doing. I need to get my spiritual life in shape and get involved in a church. But wait till our children are older. I know prayer is important, but now I'm busy with so many things. Wait till I change my job. Don't let the ancient things crowd out the important things. The writer of Proverbs sounds like a wake up call. Sometimes the danger is not saying I'm not going to do it. But in saying next week, I will start doing it. We know saying I'm not going to do it. It is disobedience. So we don't say that. We say, I will do it later because this gives us the permission to avoid doing what God is calling you to do today. It makes us feel better. Is there something that God is calling you to do today? Is there an area of your life you need to change today? Don't say next week. Tell God you want to start today. Ask God for the strength to make the change today. Beware of little things in life. That seem to be what the writer is highlighting here for us. Look at verse 33. Notice the repeated phrases a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the arms to rest. It is a little laziness, a little procrastination, a little complacency that eventually makes you the person you are today. A little, a little over time, and they will lead to great harm. On the other hand, when we are intentional about the little things in our life, a little praying every day, A little reading of the word of God every day and each morning we will find ourselves growing over time. Hallelujah. We'll find ourselves growing over time. So don't spend your time procrastinating. Don't spend your time folding your arms. Don't spend your time saying I'll do it tomorrow. Do it today. Tomorrow does not belong to you. Tomorrow has not come. I'll do it next week. Next week hasn't come. Do it this week. And when you do, you are going to be blessed. That vineyard in your life, that have been overtaken by weeds. That vineyard in your life, that have been overtaken by by thorns. It is time to go and weed them out and plow them and sow fruitful seed. Sow fruitful seed. That will yield bumper harvest for you. The sun will shine, the rain will come. But if you haven't sown your seed weeds, will grow on your vineyard. Whatever God has given you is your space. The life that God has given you on earth is your space. Use it. Invest it in profitable ventures. Invest it in spiritual things. Invest it in the hands of God. Invest it in faith in God. Invest it in hard work. Invest it in effective and efficient work. When you do that, you are going to reap a bumper harvest. You are going to reap a bumper harvest. Beloved, a little laziness a little procrastination, a little complacency will eventually make you the person you are today. Shake it off and stand up and say, I am going to do the things that God has called me to do. God has called me to do A, B, C, D. I'm not going to neglect what God has given me. I'm not going to procrastinate. I'm, I'm going to lean on God and do what I need to do today. Beloved, the catch word is today. The catchword is now what God has placed you shine and do greater and effective things there and it will take you to places. Your talents and your gifts will put you in front of kings. Work hard. Don't look at what somebody has. Work hard to, with what God has given you. Be yourself. These little things will lead you to a big thing in your life. As you work very hard to take you to places. You experience the joy Peace and hope that come from an intimate relationship with God because of the time spent with God. Don't put your spiritual growth on hold. wherever had imagine a year from now based on the little things that you have done or neglected to do today. What will make up? What will wake up and be a surprise for you to find? If you are not working, you are not schooling, you are not uh, doing business or buying and selling and you are sitting there folding your arms, you wake up one day into poverty. But if you are schooling, studying, investing your life in profitable ventures, you wake up and then you see that now you made money. You make money. You made good investment that will take care of you. Now, I hope we will be surprised at our growth, at the fruitfulness of your life, because we have chosen to be intentional in the little things that help cultivate our lives. Let me close by taking you to Proverbs 6, verse 6 to 11. Same warnings, but he gives an advice before that. He said, learn from the ant. There are two particular lessons we can learn from the ant. First, the ant does not require external motivation. Nobody motivates an ant. No commander leads an ant. No overseer or ruler is applying whip on an ant. An ant knows that If you are waiting around for somebody else to get your life into shape, if you expect your boss, your parents, your teacher, your spouse or friends to make you do the right thing, you are in a serious trouble. And as take care of the vineyard. Of course, I can have others to help me and teach me, but at the end of the day, I am responsible for my life, my vineyard, the life space that God has given me. Second, the ant understand the law of opportunity. Even in the summer, in the time that the sun is up, the ant stores its provisions. They seize the opportunity they have to do the right thing. The writer in Proverbs said that the ant understands time better than we do. Learn from an ant. We have this one life to live, and it goes very fast. Whatever God has called you to do, do it now. Whatever is God's will, heed it now. Whatever is important, seize the opportunity and do it now. The good news is you are not alone in this. No amount of hard work can bring about the harvest. God is in it with you. God will partner with you. Jesus is helping you today. Beloved, just do your part and he will do his part and you will see the harvest. The interesting thing is God never forces anybody to take action and care for their vineyard, the space that God has given you, the opportunity that God has given you. You still have the freedom to choose how you want to live your life. But we want to live it in God's way, the most fruitful way, the most blessed way. Is there an area of your life you need to work on? You need to stand up today and say, Lord, I am going to do what you brought me on earth to do. The opportunity that you have given me, I am going to stand up. I am going to, I'm not going to neglect what you have given me. I'm not going to procrastinate and wait and fold my arms. I will lean on God and do what you want me to do today. You are blessed when you use what God has given you. You are blessed when you use what God has given you. Now, you can use what God has given you to dishonor him. For example, a young girl will say, I am a woman. And I can indulge in prostitution. That's what God has given you. That's what God created you for. Prostitution is a sin before God. I mean, it's a sex relationship. It's a sin before God. So that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about using your hand and using things in God's world. Using things that honor God. Use your hand to work. Use your hand opportunity, talent, abilities that God has given you to work and bring glory to God. When you do that, it's going to be a blessing for you. When you do that, you're going to see the power of God and the hand of God upon your life. Because you are doing something that is honoring him. Stealing does not honor God. Prostitution does not honor God. Cheating does not honor God. You can't say I'm skillful, I'm a skillful thief. So I will I will invest in it. No, it will not bring glory to God, and you will find yourself in prison. When you indulge in prostitution, you find yourself with diseases that can kill you by use hard work, skillful business acumen, buy and sell, not cheating people, but doing what is right in the eyes of God. Beloved, is there any area of your life you need to work on? You have neglected it for a long time. God is telling you to pay attention to it. You need to work on it now. And the time is now. Do something tonight, beloved. If you've never invited Jesus into your life, that's the first thing you need to do tonight. Do it now. Accept him as your Lord and Savior. He just saves you from your sins. He alone can give us a truly meaningful and purposeful life. If you hand over your life to Jesus Christ tonight, your life will never be the same. And then he'll give you the grace and the strength to live your life meaningfully and purposeful life. If you take that step now, and again, don't put it aside, and don't put it and say, I'll do it next time. I hear this preaching. Now is the time to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Giving your life to Jesus Christ is now. God will respond to you when you say, Lord, I hand over my life to you. He will forgive you and take you as his child. And he will bless you with the hope of an eternal life with him. But then tonight, the summary of what I brought to you is that hand over whatever you need to do. This is the time to do it and do things that will glorify God. Do things that will honor God. When you do things that will honor God, your vineyard will flourish and blossom. And then you'll begin to harvest, to take off yourself, your family. As you invest your time in education, there will be a time somebody will hire and employ you and pay you for over 30 years of your life, beloved. The time to work on your vineyard is now. I thank you for giving me attention and uh, and, and listening to Calvary Baptist Church broadcast. I thank you and I pray that tonight's broadcast will be a blessing, I a blessing to you. I am Pastor Joseph Ejimasa. Make a date with me same time next week and stay blessed.